I am the Knight. I am Batman! Thought in Your Side is a podcast recorded on the various lands of First Nations peoples, land that always was and always will be Aboriginal land. While there's air that is breathed and water that nourishes and provides, ownership of this land remains unresolved. Respects are paid to elders past and present in the ongoing quest for self-determination and reclamation of land. Born in a fight, Hello everyone, welcome to Thorn in Your Side, this is Em. I thought in this episode to do a Lone Wolf episode, particularly with the focus of checking in. There's been a couple of false starts in recent months with trying to get this podcast project back on the rails, but I thought maybe I could use this episode to kind of reflect over recent experiences and hoping that could assist in the process of of getting things humming again. So for people who have been following my Facebook rantings, uh, at least the ones that um, I've got on the friends list there, um, I've been keeping everyone aware that um, I've taken some time off work. I've just returned to work in the last couple of weeks after taking a couple of months off. And the reason why I needed to take that time off was primarily for reasons of self-care. I'd spent the last several years accomplishing stuff, namely getting some qualifications, but also there were some underlying things that um, that I just kept putting off towards addressing. And uh, the, the original thought was finish the qualifications and study that I need to get done, and then I'd do the addressing. But just when I was about to do that, the COVID pandemic hit, and I suppose um, an extra layer to it was that when the pandemic hit, it actually did even overlap a bit with completing my studies. So it became a bit hard to kind of look inward because if the pandemic was experience was anything to go by and I'm hoping some listeners can relate out there there was very much a sense of just reacting to the world rather than doing one's own thing in the normal times so as we adjust to the new normal uh, I realized there was some stuff that um that I really 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 needed to get addressed and that resulted in taking some time off work. So the the main thing that I've kind of realized is that um, I think I'm a bit more on the autism spectrum than I first thought. In previous episodes, I've talked about how autism spectrum is something that is quite pervasive within my family to varying degrees and to varying degrees of identification and detection. The time came, I suppose, to, rather than continually looking outward, finally having a chance to look at myself and realise how much of that imprint within my family was in myself. And 
the last couple of months told me that um, that imprint was a bit more significant than first thought. So it's led to a lot of thought and implementation of changes in my life. Nothing dramatic. Still got two arms and two legs and I still wear pants and a shirt, but I've had to have a bit of a think about some of the things I can do in terms of self-care. And I think that's kind of mitigated a bit on the podcasting stuff. But hopefully with this learning experience over the last couple of months, it might even enhance this podcasting experience for people out there. In previous episodes, I have looked at certain mental health issues. Hopefully moving forward, I can kind of continue to do that while mixing it in with the usual nerdy pop culture stuff, the politics, and whatever else might tickle my fancy. So in the last couple of months, it has been about finding answers for me. And hopefully I've I've done a lot of answer finding, which would allow me to return to something that I get a lot of satisfaction and fulfillment out of doing by by doing these podcasting episodes because it's creating and if there are some listenerships out there that appreciate the creating then that's a welcome bonus for me and perhaps something else that um, I've also been contemplating over the last couple of months is is how the politics have fit into this in recent years there's been an amount of consternation about my political inclinations and thinking how much of this is worth it because as the years have progressed it has become an increasingly frustrating circumstance for me particularly frustrating at the times of the pandemic because I kind of expected things from capital T capital L the left and also other likely progressive organizations that where I thought the response would be a lot more profound dramatic and instrumental during the pandemic but it just seemed a bit more like everyone was just protecting one's patch and doubling down and that's not just something that um that's endemic to the left uh, i think of this current political circumstance at the popular level where we're seeing in australia a change of federal government One would think that the lessons learned with the new opposition that um, one might need to change their ways in order to get electoral success in the future, but there has been a doubling down instead in response where the party has become even, well, I suppose the last couple of weeks, this uh, opposition has doubled down on its conservatism. Perhaps it's listening to its primary benefactors rather than its greater electorate um, and looking internally as a result. But as I said earlier, it's not something that's limited to one particular organisation or part of the political spectrum. I think it's something that, um, that affects things across the board. So it has me wondering back in self-reflection just how useful this has been for me. It has affected me on a mental health basis. Um, It has been a contributor to events leading to what I've needed to do in the last couple of months. Has me wondering whether the last couple of decades of political contemplation, action and engagement has had me thinking how much of a gap filler it has been in the absence of something that's been offering better explanations and meaning to myself. 
I think with this uh, recent um, clarity over autism spectrum, that has answered some questions, finally, and what remains in terms of the political question for me is now a burning issue. I remember when starting this politics stuff back in my undergrad uni days, which was a couple of decades back, I originally thought that um, the revolution was going to be a cataclysmic thing. You'd flick a switch and then suddenly the world changes because everyone is innately good. They will innately see that things are wrong and they will innately just kind of organize to change things um, and it will happen in a short matter of time. But I've noticed that's not necessarily the case and I'm not necessarily sure how it might happen. But rather than being prescriptive or predictive, what I have learned is potentially what one's role is within any potential social change. Doing this podcast is a potential good project for me towards doing that. The other thing is the current job that I'm doing. The other thing is trying to work out how I best fit within the activism. Um, but there's a great sense of frustration and resentment because over the last couple of decades I just didn't get the answers I was looking for. There has been some people that I have found some commonality with, um, some people that I admire, but to be blunt, there's just a lot of people out there I just can't stand. So I just want to gravitate towards the people that give me energy, give me inspiration, and they're just good mates to be with. And the other thing I want to think about as well is that when I was doing the politics over the last couple of decades, how much of this was just actually a persona? How much of this was just Lefty Michael wearing like a cap with a black star? I've come across this research article recently, uh, written in 2016, and it's right up my alley because it's got a handy pop culture reference as well as it being academically inclined. It's referred to as the Batman effect, and it talks about, um, it has a bit more of a frame regarding early childhood development where as a kid grows up and learns stuff, Something that acts as a good buffer for a child when they're learning stuff is to assume a persona. So, for example, if um, a kid basically has a good media diet of watching Batman the Animated Series, um, then that could inform the concept of an alter ego um, where if they're trying to do long division... They could ask themselves, what would Batman do? And that would hopefully provide enough incentive to be able to solve that particular math problem. That's referred to as the Batman effect. Um, and this is what this academic piece of writing ascertained. So it kind of had me thinking, because it had a good mix of things there that I could kind of relate to. And it has me wondering just how much of this last couple of decades was a self-preservation exercise in the absence of any credible answers for me. Was I assuming a lefty persona in order to keep my head reasonably healthy, um, to continue a period of inquiry and doing stuff that was productive and preventing any potential self-destruction? Because I wasn't looking good there in my 30s. I wonder... What I'm currently doing now is trying to work out what the good bits I can keep and what's the bad bits that I can discard. 
I think in the last several years, there's been groups that I've moved away from, people that I've decided to cut ties from, new friends met, new groups engaged, politics refined. I think that's the best one can do. It's the best I can think of doing. And within the politics themselves, as myself and John explored in the last podcast episode, there's just those that are just completely toxic um, when you encounter people doing the politics. ScoMo was the epitome of that, possibly Australia's number one toxic fellow at one point. He's gone now. But there were some perverse lessons I felt that have been learned um, that I think uh, at the risk of prescribing the next episode, um, I can have a good look at with John when we do our election follow-up. But for now, I can just say that um, a fellow like ScoMo really does express the bad side of politics. And it's not something, again, it's not something that the Liberal Party has a monopoly on. This isn't some sort of cognitive bias where everything that's to the right of centre is bad and dysfunctional and everything on the left is noble, virtuous and valuable. There's that misbehaviour and toxicity that can happen across the board. And it's an aspect of group dynamics. I don't think it's necessarily something that's entirely defined through a political context you're going to find bad apples in every barrel, to use the cliche. So I think rather than looking at being within a political organisation and really being heavy upon the theory and the program and the platform in terms of finding a way of political advancement, um, I think it's a chance to really look at how people communicate with each other, connect, and how they do a service with each other and how they create meaning. I think that's the lessons I've kind of learnt from ScoMo indirectly. Um, his bastardry, in a ways, showed the badness of politics. And from that, try and work out the flip side. So it's not all about a theory. Reductionism, I think it's also about how one acts and how one perceives and takes action and how that can impact upon other people. And yeah, any career builders can just go and get fucked as well. I hated you guys from the start. The synthesis out of all of this is what's, what's essential? What, what is the essence of politics here that one can draw upon? Where can one retain their energy? Well, I want to continue this podcasting project. I think if I can really get into the swing of it and if I can find out I can properly fit within my life without... It contributing to me turning into a puddle again. Uh, I think it's going to be something, I hope that it'd be worthwhile. Um, that's where I can put some activist energy amongst all the bread and butter stuff of hanging with the lefty groups and doing all the lefty things. This is a project that I'd like to continue and hopefully it shall endure. So what next from here? What next from here is that I'd like to continue episodes. I'm, I'm going to catch up with John in the next episode and we're going to follow up a couple of things that we've been talking about recently. And I'd like to try to do a bit more of a serialised approach to episodes where I interview a certain group of people on the regular. 
So in time, people can become familiar, relate, hopefully, and we can kind of make this a bit of a growth and development thing in terms of the dialogue and also reflecting back on what's happening in the world. So rather than interview of the week, I'm hoping that particular approach that I've just proposed might be more beneficial. It's something that kind of gives me a bit more excitement. So I might try that approach and see how it goes. But for me, right now, I'm getting my head around the new normal in a very personal way as well as in a very societal way. So that's my challenge at the moment. And by progressing through that, hopefully it will spin off into an even better podcasting product. We shall see. But for now, catch you later. Be careful, stay safe, and keep it changing. Bye.